Okay, 738 at DWS. Dave Gentry with you and State Treasurer Mike Frerichs with us this morning. Mike, how are you? Dave, I'm wonderful. It seems like <laughs> spring is right around the corner. It does seem that way. We got a couple of weeks worth of this stuff, the way it sounds, so I'm uh, eating it up right now. Well, so, boy. Uh, so when will we see farmers getting into the field? Well, I think uh, maybe late April. Uh, Early May. A little bit of time. It, it <laughs> feels like it's. Uh, I know. Uh, it's about it's about time, but you know March in Central Illinois has a way of messing with you. It does. You get a few days or something, and then you get snowed on in late March. Yeah, that's pretty much the deal. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Greg Solier has a good eye peeled on it, so we'll see what happens with it. Boy, all kinds of things going on. The uh, uh, governor is working hard here in Illinois to get things done. I'm a little concerned about where this money's going to come from. The governor said he's going to push to get the uh, get the tax increase through, and he says if that doesn't happen, he's just going to start cutting. What do you What do you think is going to happen with all this? Well, I think those are your options. Um, I think that politicians have too long have promised people they can have everything they want and not have the ta- raise the taxes to pay for it. You've seen that at the federal government, at a time when the economy is going well, you're seeing us running up huge deficits. Normally, we run these deficits at a time of recession where the government is trying to stimulate the economy. So I think the governor is right. He's laying out two choices. If you want more money for your schools, for your universities, for your roads, uh, we have to pay for them. If you don't want to pay for them, we're going to have to tighten our belt. And so I think he's going to fill choices and he's going to give them a choice this fall at the ballot. Uh, the state is going to have a chance to weigh in uh, whether they want uh, to make these investments in our schools and our infrastructure uh, or whether they want to pay less in taxes. But they're not to know this is what will be cut. What do you think is going to happen if that if that doesn't happen to pass? What kinds of things do you think we'll see here in the state of Illinois, Mike? Well, I think you're going to see a lot of pressure to reduce funding for the pensions. Uh, That is problematic, I think. Uh, The Supreme Court ruled pretty convincingly that we can't do that. So if you're going to make your pension payments, if you're not going to have any additional revenue, uh, and you have increasing costs for health care, other things are going to be squeezed. And it's going to be K through 12 education. It's going to be higher education. Um, and but that's uh, if you really insist on passing balanced budgets, those are your two trade-offs. You know, the other, only other alternative is just pass unbalanced budgets and kick the can down the road. But I think that's the fiscally irresponsible thing to do. Interesting. What, uh, what else has happened in your department this month we should be aware of? Well, uh, the office seems to be humming along. Uh, um, <clears throat> we had uh, last fall great news on our college savings programs. They're rated as tied for the best programs in the country. Uh, we've made improvements in our ABLE program. We're working with the federal government to make this something that's available to more people, people who become disabled a little later in life. Uh, and our Secure Choice program continues to be rolled out. Uh, we now have over 55,000 people saving for retirement that weren't previously in our state, with more than $16 million put aside for their retirement. That's good for those individuals, and it's good for us as a state, knowing those people will be less likely to be dependent upon state resources as they age. So we're really excited about some things happening here, and 
always happy to return more money to your listeners, Dave, through our <laughs> iCash or Unclaimed Property program. All right. Well, on the, on the national front, Joe Biden seems to be doing well at this point. I think he has had a very good last few days. Uh, he had a fairly convincing win in South Carolina. Some people said that, oh, well, they were expecting that. I can tell you a couple of weeks ago, people weren't saying Joe Biden was going to run away with that race. <laughs> uh, he received a, a very strong, powerful endorsement in South Carolina as a result of that convincing win. You saw Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar drop out of the race and endorse him. And a former opponent, a uh, former competitor in Beto O'Rourke, endorsed him as well. So I think it's been a very good week for him. I think you're going to get some more clarity today after Super Tuesday. But I think there's still a lot of states left to vote. So a long way to go. I don't think anything is going to be decided today. What do you think is going to happen with Bernie? Um, I think that he's going to earn several delegates. I think his supporters are probably going to claim that the uh, the party is rigging this against him like they did four years ago. But I think this is a, a competitive race. Uh, I think you've got four strong candidates still in this race. A lot of attention is going to be on Bernie and Biden. But Elizabeth, War- Elizabeth Warren has put a lot of time in organizing around the country. I think she'll do well. And I don't think you can discount the tens or hundreds of millions of dollars that Mike Bloomberg has spent around this country as well. Um, This is why politics is is fun to watch. It's an awful (laughs) lot like sport. Two teams go out there. One can have a higher payroll. Um, One can have more experience, more wins under their belt. But on any given day, anyone can win. And it's fun to watch and see who prevails. I think we'll have something similar today. Well, I figured that Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar would do well in Iowa. And once they got to New Hampshire and a couple of other states, they would fade pretty fast. And, boy, they faded faster than I thought they would. You know, it's, it's kind of difficult to imagine that Pete Buttigieg, by some counts, won the Iowa primary, at least in terms of delegates. Mm-hmm. He finished a close second in New Hampshire. And someone who finishes that close as number one and number two in the first two races, you'd expect them to have a little more staying power. But I think the problems with the Iowa caucus, not giving definitive results, the news for a whole week being about the bungling of the election rather than the winner, really took back some of his momentum. I think he was counting on doing really well and then getting a boost in his fundraising. And when that didn't happen... You saw in Nevada and South Carolina didn't do as well, and I think he read the writing on the wall. Do you think Joe Biden has uh, promised Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg the VP slot, or what do you think is going on there? Well, if he if he promised both of them, then he was lying to one of them. <laughs> so, so I really I really doubt he promised both of them uh, the VP slot. I think it's a, a little early to be doing that. Uh, my guess is they looked at the dollars in their account. They looked at the map ahead of them, and I'm sure they had donors who went to them and said, look, this isn't going to work. Let's all get behind one candidate. Uh, but I would I would think that both of them would be under serious consideration, if not for vice president, at least for a cabinet-level position uh, or ambassadorship. Uh, I'm not sure what they want. Amy Klobuchar may be happy staying in the U.S. Senate. It's a pretty good job. What do you think is the uh, deal with Beto O'Rourke? I just thought that was kind of interesting that he asked for his uh, endorsement when he hasn't won anything. So He hasn't won anything. He hasn't been around for a while. But I think he's making a really big push to win Texas. 
I think there's a lot of talk about Bernie doing well in California, and I think Biden wants to have another state, a big state that he wins by a large margin. And so my guess is uh, Beto being from Texas, having run a good race for Senate just a couple of years ago, uh, it was endorsement he felt worth having, and they probably have some similar supporters. You know, my guess is with all three of these cases, it's not just uh, Joe Biden making a compelling case. I'm sure they listen to their friends and supporters as well. All right. And Chris Matthews uh, resigned from a hardball last night. I really didn't see that one coming. I thought he had uh, slowed down a little bit, but it was kind of interesting the way that happened. Uh, exactly. I don't think you saw that coming. I don't think many people saw that coming. I think the guy who took over for him that evening didn't see it coming. He yeah. apparently had a very surprised look on his face. I didn't see it, but I read some stories about it. Uh, you know, I think you're right. I think uh, he'd probably slowed down a little bit. I think he's had some, uh, some issues out there. Might have been contemplating retirement, but some recent questions, like when he questioned um, Senator Warren recently, some people mm-hmm. had problems with that, and it probably sped up a process that had been in the works for a little while. All right. So, th- yeah, they say that Steve Kornacki, who took over the show, they said uh, he departed right after he made his announcement, leaving a stunned Steve Kornacki to take over the rest of the hour. That would be a, <laughs> a little abrupt for me. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I think uh, I think if you announced your resignation this morning, uh, Brian Barnett would have a similar response uh, on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All right. Uh, Treasurer Mike Frerichs. Mike, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Dave, uh, good talking to you. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the results tonight. I think yeah. that uh, there are four candidates looking really closely at this, and, and any of them could have a good night. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. Dave, thank you. Have a great day. Okay. We got more coming up.